have now entered Joe's Common Sense, where Joe uses common sense to make sense of today's political scene. Now, coming to you from Omaha, Nebraska, Middle America, here's your host with a degree in political science, Joe Pilas. Welcome to Joe's Common Sense Podcast. I'm your host, Joe. How's everybody doing today? After that presidential debate, I thought I'd wait and not release one on Sunday and see how that debate went last night. I think I'm fair to say that it was a shit show. There's no other way. It was a dumpster fire, in a flood, in another fire. The total lack of decorum um, by Joe Biden... The interruptions by President Trump, the lack of moderation by Chris Wallace, the lack of follow-up by Chris Wallace on questions for Biden. Um, I mean, it was hard to watch for me. You know, I put it on, I was all excited, and I mean, immediately um, he went on the defensive. You know, I think we should have just opened and let people know what, what we're doing for the country. What we're doing for the country. What about the coronavirus response? Who cares about my tax returns? Whatever I did was legal. But I mean, wow, for for Joe Biden to call the president a clown and a liar and just shut up, man. So I don't know if you guys saw today, today the Biden campaign is selling just shut up, man, t-shirts because that's the coolest line he had in the debate last night. Couldn't tell you any plans he had. Couldn't tell you what he's going to do. Couldn't even determine how many people had died or were injured or otherwise affected. But but they've got a shirt out today. I mean, I was just really disappointed. I was excited Chris Wallace was moderating. Um, I really thought that he would have gotten a little bit more in-depth with Biden. He would have questioned Biden a little bit more. You know, but we really didn't. You know, and I just think Trump should have stood more on his record instead of insulting Joe Biden. You know, hopefully at the next debate, we're going to have some sense of decorum. Because, I mean, for Joe Biden just to call the president a clown. So I was watching this online uh, through Roku on ABC News. So prior to, they're going through everybody. And everyone's just like, oh, Trump's going to be combative and blah, blah, blah. That's what Trump's going to do. He's just going to be combative, blah, blah, blah. He's just going to lie, blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like the talking points that are just reiterated by everything in the press to what they're saying on stage is just too hilarious anymore. I mean, CNN last night, Don Lemon, Don Lemon questioned whether Trump was on drugs. And him and Chris Cuomo made snorting sounds like they were doing cocaine. I mean, that's what this country has come to. That's what the left has come to. It's just sick and disgusting. I mean, you people have no respect for this country. You have no respect for America, for the government, for Congress. I'm sorry he's not your president. Obama was not my president. You know, during the beginning, you know, watching ABC for about 15 minutes before, they couldn't even see say President Trump. They just kept saying the debate between Donald Trump and Joe Biden, not 
President Donald Trump. I mean, we can't even say he's president when he's president. I mean, that's how far we've gotten on this. Can't even say he's the president. But I'll tell you, just I was very, very disappointed. I mean, he just should have came out on what we've done. There was no need to be so agitated, so defensive. I mean, he backed off. He had some good responses on the economy about, you know, what we're going to do about civil unrest. You know, I'm just a little disappointed, like when we got on Amy Coney, Coney Barrett, you know, the new Supreme Court nominee. You know, why didn't Trump tell these people? I mean, 17 times there's been a Supreme Court justice nominated in an election year. I mean, his response was right. I've been elected president. I'm elected for four years, not three, not three and a half, not three and three quarters, but four years. So this has done, been done 17 times. I mean, the, the Democrats act like this is, you know, just the worst thing ever that, that how could we do this? How could we, we push this nominee through? So, so you look at Amy Coney Barrett. I mean, she's a super well-respected judge. She's on the Seventh Circuit Court of Appeals. This is a very, one of the highest positions you can be as a federal judge. She's well-respected. Uh, nothing but good things Notre Dame Law School has to say where she graduated and she taught for 15 years. But of course, the left is going to vilify her. And why is that? One, because she's conservative. And two, because she's Christian. Because she's a Catholic. God forbid. God forbid that someone can have a faith and be in public office. Maybe have a sense of moral turpitude and be in office. Because they have a Christian faith or a Catholic faith. So, I was reading a tweet somewhere from some woke African-American person who runs some, I don't know, reinstitutionalized white power, blah, blah, blah thing. Comes out with a tweet about Amy Coney Barrett. So, Amy Coney Barrett and her husband adopted two kids from Haiti. So, this gentleman had the audacity to call them <coughs> white colonizers they were white colonizers who took these kids from their parents who are never going to have a life and they ruined these parents life of these kids who they adopted from an orphanage so they had where were their parents so they did something good but they're being vilified because they're trying to make up for their whiteness by adopting black kids from haiti the left cannot even let anybody do anything nice can't even do anything nice I mean, there's nothing bad about this lady, but she's going to be vilified because she's a Catholic. And, and we see the Trump administration's already got people in place to handle this, to spin this. They've already asked time and time again of the committee to, to not question her faith because they're not allowed to. You're not allowed to do that. Like when Dianne Feinstein did it last time with her, you know, she, off, she answered very, you know, I abide by the law my catholic beliefs don't belong in the courtroom i interpret the constitution because that's what she's supposed to do and that's what they're so afraid of because of course obamacare is going to go away of course it's unconstitutional you know and for joe biden last night to say that oh trump writes all these executive orders that mean nothing i mean how many executive orders did obama write holy cow 
I mean, the ACA was put in on an executive order. I mean, let's understand what we're talking about. Yeah, but it, 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 it's just, she's going to be vilified. It's already starting. She's a white colonizer. God forbid. God forbid anybody do anything nice for anybody in this country anymore. You know, I'm just so tired of everybody's attitude. I'm just tired of it. I'm tired of people being negative towards people. I'm tired of people not lifting other people up. I'm tired of women putting other women down when they don't believe in what they believe in, even though these women are for the all-me-too crap. You know, you're either in for it for it all, or you're not in it at all. You're either in it for all, or you're not in it at all. That's my saying of the day. You can't have me too, and you can't support women on the right. You know, it's time we stood up for each other. It's time we empowered each other. What happened in the 80s and 90s when government used to be able to reach across the aisle and they reached compromises? You know why? Because we have the worst Speaker of the House in the history of the United States right now. All she does is vilify the Republicans, vilify the President, doesn't want to do anything unless we can put $2.2 trillion tag to it. You know, I mean, I don't know why Trump didn't respond that way on the coronavirus. That it's his party that is holding this up. It's Nancy Pelosi. It's Chuck Schumer. They want $2.2 trillion. They want $25 billion for the post office. They want all this stuff that has nothing to do with helping you and me. They're holding this up. The last time we got paid was because Trump wrote an executive order. You know, they're holding this up. They're the ones that are stopping this. That's what we need to be talking about. You people have the opportunity, and then they don't do anything. We'd rather vilify instead of unify. We'd rather chastise than get together. We'd rather degrade than talk nice about somebody. You know, I respect this person as a colleague. I can be your friend if we don't agree on everything. And I think we've forgotten that in this country. You know, I can still be your friend. I can still love you. I can still care about you. I can still worry about you, even though we're diametrically opposed politically. Just because I don't believe in what you believe in doesn't mean I'm a villain, doesn't mean I'm a xenophobe, doesn't mean I'm a white supremacist, doesn't mean I'm a misogynist. I'm just Joe. All right? I'm just Joe. And that's what we've forgotten in this country. Just the simple fact of being ourselves, being nice, accepting others, even if they don't agree with us. I mean, we've just forgotten that. We saw that play out last night in the debate. Just a total lack of decorum. I mean, it was over the top. All I can say is I hope the next debate is going to be a little bit better. So speaking about coronavirus, I had a little scare. Uh, found out somebody that i mean been in contact with is an asymptomatic carrier. So they had tested positive back in June and tested positive again um, like 10 days ago. So... In June, apparently, the health department found out this person was an asymptomatic carrier. Uh, they don't show any signs. There is no reason for them to quarantine or to be away from other people. Um, 
But what they didn't tell you, or what they haven't told you about the coronavirus, which I learned from the Department of Health in the state of Nebraska and Douglas County Health Department, is that when that person tested positive in June, those antibodies stay in your system for up to 16 weeks. Up to 16 weeks. So up to four months, right? Up to four months. So you can get tested and be positive and go back and get tested in two months and you're still going to be positive because the antibodies stay in your system. So let's think about that on this inflated count of all these millions of people infected, all these positive tests. So if I tested positive in June, I had June, July, August, September, October. I might have to wait till October's over before I'd be negative. If I already tested, tested prior to that, I'd be counted as another positive even though I'm only positive because of the antibodies. So I don't know if you guys knew that. I mean, that's a super interesting fact I learned about the coronavirus. You know, it stays in your system. The antibodies stay in your system. You're going to test, you'll, you'll test positive up to four months, 16 weeks. No wonder we have so many positives. Because the thing is, these people are getting tested after... All these scares, like after Sturgis, after Memorial Day, and they're still positive. You know, they're still positive. So, of course, it's going to come back as positive. You know, but we got to open the country up. You know, we're getting ready to go back to school in person. Um, we're going to do 2 3. Um, I think, I don't know if a lot of states are doing that. So, 2 3 is, you know, Monday, Tuesday, half the kids, uh, Thursday, Friday, the other half of kids. And then Wednesday, everybody's like remote learning, um, which allows, you know, for more social distancing, etc. You know, but it's about time. It's about time to get things back to where they need to be, to get this economy going again, to stop living in fear. And you heard Joe Biden last night completely fearmonger coronavirus again. Oh, everybody's afraid they're going to die and they're afraid they're going to get the coronavirus. I- you know, I'm not afraid I'm going to get the coronavirus. I know I'm not going to die from it. I'm not fearful at all. Because I pay attention to what's going on in the world and I watch multiple news channels and I read multiple newspapers. Because I'm not going to watch CNN because if I watch CNN, I'm going to die. And President Trump's the Antichrist. And he does drugs and Joe Biden is walks on water. I mean, people. Enough's enough. Enough's enough with this coronavirus junk. You know, I know some colleges that brought kids in early, so after Thanksgiving, they're not bringing the kids back until January, you know, to allow for the flu season to kick in. So what's going to happen when the flu season comes now? So is it going to be like it was with all these coronavirus deaths, so they had two to three other underlying conditions, so they maybe have, they're dying from the flu, but they might have had coronavirus, so now it's coronavirus. I mean, how is this going to be spun? You know, nobody talks about the fact that the CDC redid their deaths by coronavirus and only, you know, less than 10,000 people actually died just from coronavirus. You know, but we don't talk about that. Why wasn't that brought up in the debate last night? You know? Oh, you're such a clown, man. Just shut up, man. I mean, Joe Biden, give me a break. You know, you've been living in your basement for the last three months, haven't campaigned at all, preparing for this debate, and you were so lackluster. You looked like you were pale. You looked weak. You looked uninformed. You looked like a puppet. 
I'm just I'm just frustrated. And I know most of you are too. You know, enough is enough. You know, I've noticed we've we've classified three cities now as like terroristic cities, so we're looking at cutting the funding to New York, Portland, and Seattle. Um, you know, I saw I saw a funny a funny thing somebody tweeted the other day. It was like, oh, um, it was like Black Life Matters donates lots of money to New Orleans flood victims to help them. Black Lives Matters have stopped looting and rioting and are going to New Orleans to assist those black people who have been hurt in the hurricane. And then at the bottom it goes, just kidding, none of that is actually happening. Because they're not doing that. They're not interested in that. I'm just so tired of that as well. You know, enough is enough. How can you live in these cities where they're just doing this night after night, these white, privileged kids who think everything should be for free, that mommy and daddy coddled, that they were told that they were the same as the number one person, even if they were last. You know, there's a number one, and then there's everybody else. So if you want to be number one, you got to work hard. Everybody doesn't get a participation trophy. Everything isn't free in life. You can't make money getting a degree in lesbian women's literature, English studies. It doesn't work that way. The world doesn't work that way. And it's just a continual byproduct of this. And the frustration for the silent majority is going to boil over at some time. I don't know when it's going to come, but at some point, the silent majority is going to say enough is enough. And we're going to silence these people. And we're going to take back this country. I mean, enough is enough. Let's get somebody on the Supreme Court who has a sound mind. who's going to work to make this country better, who's going to interpret the Constitution, versus Joe Biden last night not even saying who he would have nominated. Because we know who he would have nominated. It's time we reach across the aisles. It's time we be nice to each other. It's time we stop this foolishness. It's time we stand up. It's time we stand beside the police. And take back our cities from these thugs, from these rioters, from these Antifa people who are being funded by George Soros. It's time we take our cities back. It's time we take this country back. You can peacefully protest all you want, but you're swinging a bat. It's not peaceful. Plain and simple. A lot going on. I know I kind of rambled a lot today. I've kind of all over everywhere, but I'm just... I've just got some things that are just on my mind. I appreciate you listening. I appreciate you keeping the show alive, and that's why I like to ramble sometimes so I don't get into fights on Facebook or talk about politics at the inappropriate time. Have a good week. Thanks for listening to Joe's Common Sense Podcast. Check out his Facebook page at Joe's Common Sense Podcast to leave your comments. Please subscribe and rate this podcast and tell your friends. Catch us back here next Sunday for another fresh new episode.